0: Here comes Riddell Jones, three seconds, two seconds, Riddell all the way outside to Watford, three on the way. Oh, And one in, And went in, and Indiana wins the ball game.
1: I think Peyton's going to watch.
0: Intercepted. Colts are going to the Super Bowl. Got the step and oh,
1: small sword move with the foul. Oh, he beat LeBron James Steps up. And they
0: say he is in the middle. You know, I think the IU football needs to get some love. And I'm not saying that Indiana football is some powerhouse in the Big Ten or there's some powerhouse in college football, but let's be real here. Indiana football is the athletic program that gets the second most amount of money towards besides men's basketball, and we still don't give them enough love. And I think part of that reason is maybe because a lot of Indiana basketball fans claim they're Notre Dame football fans. I think that Indiana football is rebuilding and the way that their program has been in history since they've started, let's be real. It has not been good y'all. I mean, Indiana football history is probably one of the worst power five, if not entire college football programs history-wise and Tom Allen slowly but surely rebuilding it so this episode is going to be all about Indiana football kind of mm, I wouldn't say all about Indiana football a lot about Indiana football we're going to have a 10-minute segment first about Indiana versus Ohio State week one my thoughts on it the spread all of that good stuff and then the rest of the show we're going to go over what I believe are the Big Ten standings in football next season. Obviously, this is the last season without USC and UCLA joining the Big Ten. So I got to predict the standings, and I'll predict a win total for each and every team. So stick along for that. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to DW Sports. I am your host, Will Feller. And my, oh, my. I got a new computer, y'all. I'm sure if you guys are watching on YouTube, you can tell the background is a little bit wider, more spread out. Um, I'm excited. I, I, I really love it. It works very well. It's not as slow as the other one. I'm very, very excited to bring a lot more shows to you guys. I'm planning on doing this when I go to college at Indiana University as well. So stay tuned for that. I'm not going anywhere. If you're not following DW Sports on social media, make sure you do so. You're missing out interviews, clips of my shows, um, giveaways. All that good stuff is on our social media. So if you want to do that, our Instagram and our Twitter is at DWSports with two S's on the ends. Our TikTok and Snapchat is at DW underscore sports. Our email is DWSportsShow at gmail.com. And our YouTube is DWSports. Make sure you go subscribe to that that's where all the good stuff is. The audio is the same on YouTube and Spotify and Apple podcasts, but you can see the background and everything on YouTube. So that's something you're interested in And make sure you guys subscribe to that. Yeah. So like I said, 10 minute segment on Indiana versus Ohio state. And then the rest of the way we're talking about the big 10 standing. So I'll be right back. See you guys in a second. Welcome back from the break. Indiana versus Ohio State football week one. If you're an Indiana fan, I hope that you're not expecting to win. I mean, let's be honest, if there's any chance Indiana has to beat Ohio State, I think it would be week one, honestly. Now, is it going to happen? No, it's not going to happen. But there is a slight 1-2% chance because of two things, in my opinion. One, Indiana's at home, so the environment, atmosphere isn't crazy, but still... You have tendencies as a road team to mess up and not execute as well when you're playing on the road versus at home. It's just how it is. And second thing, Ohio state lost a lot of their roster. And I understand that the guys that they're filling in for, for guys that went to the NFL or graduated like CJ Stroud, like Paris Johnson, all of those guys, um, Jackson Smith and Jigba, they have guys that are, four five-star recruits, right? But the quarterback coming in for Ohio State this year, I believe is going to be Kyle McCord, a junior. He'll be a junior. I don't know much about Kyle McCord, but I do know this. He has not gotten in-game reps at Ohio State yet. So he could have a tendency or a pattern of maybe throwing some footballs that are misthrown, underthrown, overthrown thrown to the side, wherever, he may have a tendency to not be on the same page as receivers and maybe throw a a few interceptions, right? Maybe Marvin Harrison Jr. is running a stop and go and Kyle McCord throws it as Harrison stops. Obviously, he can't get under the ball. Safety ends up picking it off. Those are the only two reasons why I think Indiana could win. On the flip side, Taven Jackson is the same way. I believe Indiana's quarterback is going to be Taven Jackson. Transfer from Tennessee, yes, he is the brother of Trace Jackson Davis. Taven Jackson was a great quarterback at Center Grove High School in Indiana, and I think that the more reps he gets as the season goes on, he will get better. Do I think that he's going to be better than Connor Bazelak? Connor Bazelak, obviously, playing at Missouri and stuff, the year before he came to Indiana, I thought he was going to be good. First game against Illinois, he was really, really good. And after that, it kind of just got worse. And obviously, as the season went on, um, Jack Tuttle was in there, like Dexter was in there. It was just, it was kind of just a mess. I hope that Taven Jackson has solidified our quarterback for the rest of the season. I like the way that he is mobile and can scramble a little bit, can throw on the run. Indiana just flat out will not win this game because of the trenches. A lot of college football is who's winning in the trenches. That's why SEC is so good. Not only are the SEC trenches so good, but the skill position, guys, the SEC athleticism-wise and skill-wise and the ability to play the game fast is way better than any other conference. Anderson Kobe, who is an Indiana wide receiver, currently used to play at Tennessee, transferred to Indiana. One of my questions was, do you notice the difference between SEC ball and Big Ten ball? And he said, yeah, the speed of the game and the physicality. I think Ohio State's the only team that can compete with the top SEC schools like Alabama and Georgia. Obviously, in the playoff last year, Ohio State took Georgia down to the wire. Ended up missing a field goal at the end of the game, and Georgia obviously won the championship the next game. But Indiana doesn't even compare to Ohio State in the trenches. They don't. The weight training and all that stuff when you get on campus, I don't think is that far off. The strength and conditioning coach Indiana has, Cliff Marshall, phenomenal guy, phenomenal strength and conditioning coach. When I worked the Indiana basketball camp, I talked to him. He was a fantastic trainer, motivator. I mean, there are athletes that want to work for Cliff Marshall. So the dieting and the weight training on campus when you're actually there, I don't think they're too far apart from each other, but it's the recruiting. And that's why recruiting is so big in college sports because Ohio State's probably second unit offensive line and defensive line can... Go to war and go to battle with Indiana's first unit. That's just how it is. And for the first quarter, Indiana will be fine. I highly doubt from watching Ohio State games in the past, on the road and at home, that Indiana will be down by three, four scores to start, right? I mean, it just doesn't happen. Like Michigan last year, Indiana was with Michigan at halftime and ended up getting blown out. Because as you wear down in the trenches, that's where the good teams win, and that's where the good teams get all their strength from. And Ohio State is going to do that. I hope that, honestly, Indiana just executes. Ohio State's favored by minus 27 and a half. I think, honestly, that Indiana will cover that but not by a lot. I'll I'll say Ohio State will win by 24 points. I could see Ohio State winning like 48 to
1: 24 or something. You know what I mean? Or I could see them winning like 10 to 34. Something like that. I just want Indiana to
0: execute, though. That is... The one thing that I hope that Indiana comes into the game and doesn't turn the ball over that much, doesn't allow too many sacks, defensively, they get into positions where they can get Ohio State off the field and maybe get a sack on first down, get Ohio State in positions where their backs are against the wall, and then make them execute. Because again, the trenches and the ability to make plays in big situations are what make good teams great. Ohio State is a great team. So I wouldn't be surprised if we get them to third down and eight and they complete 75% of them because that's just who they are. But against almost any other team in the big 10, besides Ohio state, Michigan and Penn state, Indiana has a chance to beat anybody in the big 10. Anybody.
1: And if you think I'm crazy, Just go look at our previous
0: years besides the COVID year. The COVID year was obviously a fluke because the teams that were good weren't good, yada, yada, yada. But our previous games with Maryland, Rutgers, Michigan State, Purdue, Illinois, Wisconsin, they're all close. Indiana can compete. They just fail sometimes to – conquer big moments and they fail to execute in big moments and so Tom Allen and Walt
1: Bell they're building something on offense last year's offense I saw a lot of improvement defensively not so much I'm talking about in the season though right because was Indian is
0: Indiana's defense is usually always better than their offense, I think personally. I mean, the days with Micah McFadden and everybody. We were great defensively. Taiwan Mullen, great defender. Uh, Jamar Johnson, great defender. Right? Like we've had some good NFL talent defenders on our team in the past years. And they can hold down the fort against teams. In the average middle, like Michigan State, Purdue, Rutgers, Maryland, right? The great teams are the teams that obviously kill Indiana. And I'm not mad about that. Part of the reason why I'm kind of excited that UCLA and USC are coming to the Big Ten because it's going to get probably one of Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State off our schedule every single year. Now, mind you, USC and UCLA are good, but I think that Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State are better than. UCLA and probably Michigan and Ohio state are better than USC USC is probably better than Penn state. But point being is Indiana is going to cover the spread against Ohio state. Say they're going to lose by 24 points. Execution is key. Even if we execute perfectly, I still don't think that we'll win just because of the trenches and Ohio state has a chance to choke, man. I mean, it's college sports, you know, Appalachian state walked into the big house and beat Michigan. Is it a high chance Indiana wins? No, but with the new quarterback, it could happen. But Marvin Harrison, Jr. Probably going to go top three in the NFL draft next year. I feel like he'll have a field day, probably over 200 yards receiving, right? Just an absolute monster. Overall. I mean, that, that's my thoughts on it, really. I I don't really have much else to say besides defensively, don't allow more than 40 points or else we're screwed. And offensively, don't turn the ball over more than one time or else we're screwed. Other than that, if all goes well, I think Indiana loses by 24. In a dream scenario, we're down by 14, 17 the whole game and they score garbage time touchdown to go up by 24, but You know, anything can happen, what I'm saying. So that's my thoughts with Indiana OSU. Um, Let's take a quick break, and then for the rest of the time, we're going to talk about my predictions for the Big Ten standings. We're going to start in the Big Ten East and then go to the Big Ten West, and then we'll wrap up the show. So stick around. I'll be back in just one second. All right. And we're back. Big 10 standings time. What my prediction is going to be. Here's the thing with predictions, y'all. Why do so many people get mad in predictions? I'm not telling you it's going to happen. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I understand that maybe you disagree with an opinion, but I've never understood why people get mad at predictions. It's just my prediction, brother. It's not actually happening. And honestly, a lot of this is pretty easy to predict. I mean, let's be real here. The Big Ten East is a lot stronger than the Big Ten West, a lot stronger. so we're gonna we're gonna start at the east and then go to the west. We're gonna start from the bottom to the top. So seven teams each, right? Fourteen teams in the Big Ten. Coming in at the very, very bottom, the Big Ten. again, this is not counting non-conference records. This is just in the Big Ten. Coming in at the very bottom of the Big Ten East, I got Rutgers at seven. Rutgers at seven. Nothing against Rutgers. Rutgers is just one of those schools, kind of like Indiana, never really had a good football program besides in the 1800s because they're the first college football team in history, right? But when you compete them against Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State versus Iowa, Wisconsin, and Purdue, then you're, that's automatically three losses. I mean, same with Indiana, who's in the bottom of the Big Ten as well. I just don't personally see any way Rutgers gets more than three Big Ten wins. I don't. I see Indiana beating Rutgers' season. I do. Rutgers, it's, it's just hard to find wins. And I'm going to be honest, I didn't sit here and go through everybody's schedule and predict because, you know, I don't want to forget a game and then it accidentally overlaps. Like, I don't want to have Rutgers beating Michigan State on Rutgers' schedule, but then Michigan State beating Rutgers on Michigan State schedule. You know what I mean? So I'm just going to give you a general win total of what I think. I'm not predicting Rutgers is going to beat this team, this team. I'm just giving you... What I think Rutgers will do. So Rutgers last year was one and eight in the Big Ten. I think this year they win three games. I believe that Rutgers is improving, improving to a point where they can get bowl eligible. Maybe three, four Big Ten wins and three, four non-conference wins, three non-conference wins. Nobody plays four non-conference games, right? Um, but I'll say, I'll say three. Three and six for Rutgers in the Big Ten. Personally, is there a way that Rutgers wins less than that? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a way they win zero, one, or two Big Ten games. I'm just giving them the benefit of the doubt and saying that their roster has improved this year, and I'll give them three wins. I mean, they have a few recruits that aren't horrible, and that goes a long way for a football program that's trying to improve maybe by one or two wins. So, in seventh place, I got Rutgers. No questions asked there. I think they'll finish last. I may be a little biased here for sixth place. I got Michigan State at sixth place, y'all. For all you MSU fans, don't get mad, okay? I know you like your saying, Tuck coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michigan State's roster, I believe, is going to get worse. Truthfully. I just think that they've been on the downfall recently. They had the Kenneth Walker year where they beat Michigan and all that, and they were really good. Got to number two in the nation, went to West yet, and lost to Purdue, basically knocked him out of the playoff. Michigan State was three and six in the Big Ten East last year, or just in the Big Ten. That's one game over Indiana, and Indiana beat Michigan State. I just see Michigan State crashing and burning this year. I got Michigan State at three and six as well winning uh, three Big Ten games. And obviously, I have them beating Rutgers if they're over Rutgers in the tiebreaker. So, I mean, pretty bad on the bottom, right? Pretty bad. But Michigan State at six. Um, Then at five, I got Indiana. I truthfully think that there's no way anybody predicting the Big Ten standings this year especially the Big 10 East can have anybody but Rutgers Indiana and Michigan State in the bottom 3 of the 7 there's no way you can have one of Ohio State Michigan State not not, not Michigan State sorry Ohio State Michigan Penn State or Maryland in the bottom 3 you can't you just can't i got Indiana winning 4
1: Big 10 games this year 4
0: it's tough because I got them beating Rutgers. I got them beating Michigan State. I actually got them beating Purdue this year in West Lafayette. I know that's a shocker. I would never pick Purdue to beat Indiana as an Indiana fan. So I got Indiana beating Purdue. And then I got Indiana beating Illinois as well. Illinois got a lot worse. So there's my four big 10 wins for Indiana. Four and five, not horrible. Then you win two non-conference games. Obviously, Indiana State's one of them. Then you get one of Louisville or some – hopefully Louisville because then that gets you to a better bowl game. But two non-conference wins sends you to a bowl game. That's all I'm looking for for Indiana. I'm, I'm just looking for six and six, get us to a bowl game, get us a bowl one. We haven't had one in a long time. So, four and five for Indiana. Then at four, this sucks because all four of these teams are really good. I've got Maryland at four. And honestly, this season, I have Maryland going six and three in the Big Ten. Losing to Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State. Those are the only three Big Ten losses all coming in the Big Ten East. Sucks for Maryland because Talia Tagovailoa is a great quarterback. Maryland has a talented roster this year. I think that they'll start out in the top 25, probably 23, 24, somewhere around there. And their resume will get demolished because they have three powerhouses in the Big Ten East that they have to play. So, Maryland, I'm sorry, but i've i I've, I've got Maryland six and three, and that got yeah, fourth, fourth,
1: fourth in the Big Ten East.
0: Three. I got Penn State going seven and two, just like they did last year. Surprise, surprise, losses to um, actually scratch that. I've got Penn State going eight and one this year. Eight and one. I do. I have the Nittany Lions going eight and one. I, th- I seriously think that Drew Aller is the truth. Dude is an absolute beast. He's going to be the reason why Penn State wins another football game this season in the Big Ten East especially. I have Penn State beating Michigan at home. I do. I personally think that Penn State is a top five atmosphere in college football. Can't be beat at Beaver Stadium. Defense, offense, special teams, all three units for Penn State is going to be fired up. I think they get the win against Michigan. Then I got number two, Ohio State at 8-1 and as well. Um, I got Ohio State beating Penn State and then losing to michigan <laughs> so it's it's going to be weird because i got michigan
1: going 8 and 1 as well losing to penn state so i got michigan beating ohio state ohio state
0: beating penn state and penn state beating michigan so it's all flip flopped right so i got ohio state at 8 and 1 and then Michigan 8-1-2, top three in the Big Ten East and probably in the Big Ten, so no arguments there. Let's move on to the Big Ten West. Um, seventh place, last Northwestern, no questions asked. They're horrible, pitiful, the worst team in the Big Ten, in my opinion, worse than Rutgers, worse than Indiana. They're, they're awful, just straight-up awful, okay? Coach got fired. They have a hazing incident. Nothing's going their way. I got them winning one game. Actually, no, I got them winning two. I got them winning two because the Big Ten West is worse this year, I believe, than what it was last year. Because Purdue was decent. Illinois was decent. Iowa was decent. I got them winning two games,
1: but they are just awful. Just hit a Um Then sixth place, I've got Tough. Honestly, I've got – I've got Nebraska. Mm.
0: I'm debating between Nebraska and Illinois. I got Illinois in sixth place. I said it. They finished second in the Big Since West last year. Chase Brown, I said in one of my shows, one of the most talented running backs I've ever seen a person at the college level. He's gone. Um, Devon Witherspoon's gone and both to the NFL, two key guys. I don't see them being as good as they were this year at all. I got them at three wins, at three and six. Um, Fifth place, Nebraska, also three. mm, I I got, I'll throw Nebraska a bone. I got Nebraska at four and five. Matt Rule is a very good college coach. Not so much in the NFL, but very good college coach. I feel like his coaching strategy and schemes and stuff will lead them to a bowl appearance this year. So I got Nebraska at four and five. Um, at fifth, fourth place, Minnesota at five and four. Minnesota is just always there. Like Minnesota, I just feel like is always kind of in the middle of the pack. Not bad, but not good. Besides a few years when they had uh, Antoine Winfield and Rashad Bateman and everybody when they were good. But now kind of back to the middle of the pack. Um, so that's. So I got Northwestern seven, Illinois six. Nebraska five, Minnesota four. I've got Iowa at three, at five and four as well. Again, they're either good or middle of the pack, no in between. And then I've
1: got um Purdue. actually, I got Purdue. I got Purdue at six and three. Over Iowa. And then I've got Wisconsin.
0: No. Should I have do I have Wisconsin winning the big? Ten? I have honestly, I have Wisconsin winning the Big Ten West. So Wisconsin's first, Iowa's second, Purdue's third, Minnesota's
1: fourth. Um, we
0: have Nebraska 5, Illinois 6, and Northwestern 7. So that puts Michigan and Wisconsin in the Big Ten Championship. Michigan wins it. Doesn't get into the college football playoff. Uh, Actually, I think they might get in as a four seed. Unless, you know, there's two teams in the SEC, Clemson, and then an undefeated team in the Big 12. But I got Michigan winning the Big Ten for a third straight year. And then getting beat by the one seed in the college football playoff first round. But overall, that's all I've got. Thank you guys for joining me today. Have fun the rest of your week. Be safe. Love one another. If y'all see this, I, I, I think I sh- may have showed it in the beginning. I was bitten by a spider. Don't know when, but I was bitten by a spider. But I'm all right. It's it's all good. It's just kind of itchy like a mosquito bite, but that's that's it. But thank you guys for joining me. Go sub to the YouTube, man. I appreciate each and every one of you guys. See you guys this weekend, and peace out.